0: And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak, Samson, Jephthah of David, and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, the edge of the sword, one strength out of weakness became mighty in war and put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment they were stoned to death they were sawn in two they were killed by the sword they were sent went about in skins of sheep and goats destitute persecuted tormented of whom the world was not worthy they wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground yet All these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what they were promised, since God had provided something better, so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight, This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our act of praise is from Psalm 80 this morning, and you will find it in Selection 801 in your hymnal. We're going to use the first response as we sing. Please stand as you are able. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth. In the presence of Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your might and come to save us. O Lord of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You make us the scorn of our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. Why then have you broken down its walls so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? Turn again, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. They have burned it with fire. They have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your countenance. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life, and we will call on your name. You may be seated. And I'll invite all the children to come up here to the chancel rail. Good morning. Mm, Come that way. I'm so glad to see y'all this morning. Let's see. Okay, so how has this week gone so far? Give me a thumbs up if it's been pretty good. All right, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. So, has everybody gone back to school now? You have? Have you found your friend, at least one good friend? You have? Okay, good. Well, today, I want to talk about friendship. I want to talk about how we love as Christians, even. Um, Martha Ann and Anna Reeves, y'all have been friends since you were little babies, really, haven't you? Yep. So I'm curious, do y'all always like to do the same thing? Do you like to play the same games? Anna Reeves is like, no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. It, it really is. Do you like... So when you get together to play... Sometimes you want to play some one thing. What do you like to play the most? I you don't know? What about you, Anna Reeves? What do you like to do? Okay. But the point is that you don't always want to do the same thing, right? Do you ever have disagreements? Yeah. Very honest. Y'all are very honest, kids. That's great. Does that mean you stop loving each other as friends? It doesn't, does it? Um, So, today I'm going to read a passage that y'all didn't get to hear in a few minutes. It's from the book of Luke. And he talks about, yes, the gospel of Luke. he talks about, Jesus says, it's not always going to be peaceful. We're not always going to agree with one another. We're not. But we can still love and respect one another. We can still be kind to one another. We can still listen to what each other needs and wants. I want you to remember that when you go to school especially. You know, sometimes you get in school, you're with each other all day long, and you get a little tired and grumpy, and sometimes you're not as patient. I know I am. I'm describing myself too. (laughs) So we want to be kind and remind ourselves that we do follow what Jesus does we're kind to everyone, and we listen. And we can still be friends with people that we don't agree with. Okay? Let's pray together. Lord, please bless these children and help this year be a wonderful one for them, for learning and friendships and building relationships and lots of growth. Thank you, God, for all of our children. Watch over and bless them. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Now you get to go with Miss Jenny. Do you want to put that in? Thank you, Shell. Thank you, Smith. I know y'all are big. Please be seated. I forgot how old some of those kids are, and they're still here to get to hear the gospel lesson from Luke this morning. I'm really glad for that. So, our lesson is from the 12th chapter of the gospel of Luke, verses 49 through 56, and in it you will hear the words of Jesus. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three, they will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother in law against her daughter in law. And daughter in law against her mother in law. He also said to the crowds When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it is going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching here, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Those are tough words to hear. They're tough words to listen to, especially somebody like me who really doesn't appreciate confrontation. (laughs) I will do almost anything to avoid it, as some of you know. They're sobering words, especially because of what we're experiencing in our lives right now. Not only are they kind of... Eerily appropriate, but this passage might be a little scary. If Jesus Himself was coming to bring division and dissension, what does that tell us about the hope that we're supposed to have? Not only does this remind us of our current dissension in the world, in our country, in our friend groups, it reminds us that this is nothing new. I wonder how many of y'all, I was watching the news this week, and I'm not one to follow sports or anything like that, but did you happen to see, and I looked it up to make sure I understood what it was, it was the Little League um, Southwest Regional Baseball Game. And I remembered it because a child, a youth, young boy, got hit by the pitcher in the head. I don't know if you saw that on the news or not, but it was it was pretty hard. He kind of fell to the ground. Everybody rushed to him, and um, and fortunately he got up. He was okay. You know, he had a helmet on, I think. And meanwhile, the cameras, as media will do, shot um, to the picture a young man who was standing on the mound, and he was in tears. And um, he was obviously really concerned about his rival. This is the big; these teams are big rivals, and they're in a the big playoffs. But he was very worried that he had hurt him. Then the young man who had gotten hit by the ball they, they resumed the game, and he was playing. He was getting ready to play, and he walked over to the pitcher and hugged him. Two young men, because he knew that he was upset because he had hit him by accident. So at first I got choked up and I was like, oh, finally some sports that I can watch, you know. Um, But what had occurred to me as I was watching this is it was a nice change of pace to have a touching moment on the news. And And then the next thought that occurred to me was, wow, this is national news. This moment of kindness between sports rivals, these kids, We're on national news. Where did we get to the point where it's so extraordinary in our society that a moment of contrition and kindness and compassion made the morning news? I mean, I'm glad it did, but are we that surprised that it's newsworthy? must have been a slow news day maybe, but it still is very touching and surprising We know that human beings are not always innately compassionate. And whether you feel like it's nature or nurture, it's hard to deny that our society doesn't always prioritize compassion. And we don't because we're humans, right? And so we have moments when we're self-serving and self-protective and defensive and limited in our ability to understand one another's perspective. And we're always very quick to assume that we're right.